Square Ball Podcast. Welcome to the show. It's brought to you along with Levi's Solicitors. 15% discount on three things, Michael, which are? Conveyancing. And? Wills. And? Probate. That's until the end of January 2023, so get in there quickly as we are running out of time on that particular offer. LeviSolicitors.co.uk forward slash the square ball. Online booking system as well. You can do the, the Wills appointments from the comfort of your own home as well, so check that out. Quick mention for our stuff as well. We're, we've got a sale on at the minute, haven't we, Moscow? On the we website. Have. Yes. We're selling mugs and small t-shirts. When we mentioned the Pat Bamford mugs that we could not shift for love nor money well, no, a, week, I mean, a week or two back because Pat, Pat had disappeared from the public consciousness. Yeah, we put people on, had forgotten about Pat, like put Dre. On, we, put on sale, we put them on sale. He comes back and scores some goals. Boom, they're nearly all gone. It's wild, yep. isn't it? What else do we need to shift? Uh, <laughs> Rafinha mugs. Yeah. You've still got some of those so we've got left. a few Rafinha, a few, a few Calvin, Calvin mugs. And, and there are things that aren't on sale, like your t-shirt. Yep. Mm-hmm. My not, not mine, not, not, not mine particularly. Nice bit of embroidery on this one. Yeah, there's a new nice. issue as well. I don't have a copy of it. I've got a copy of the last one. So if you imagine that, but it's just Eddie Gray. Um, that's what the new one looks like. So that's on the website <laughs> as love, well. Love that. Basically, just everything you could possibly want from a square ball perspective is there, particularly for what you want. Is a, who's, on the, uh, who's on the first Leeds fight, fighter mugs? There's uh, Stuart Dallas, Tyler Roberts, <laughs> Johnny Alioski. All the big heroes. But the thing is, I think we've discovered with the Pat Bamford mugs is that there's a lot of people out there who are just drinking out of their hands in the morning that are streamed, slurping, because <laughs> they don't have uh, any Idiot. mugs to drink from. So just because the Pat Bamford ones are flying out doesn't mean that you should neglect the other mug opportunities that are there. And uh, Get a good yeah, box with it too. You can walk out up a hill to a, a clear, fast-running stream, dip it in the water, drink from that, and it'll taste so much better than trying to build a like a basket of reeds. It's <laughs> good advice. It's, it's if very... anyone gets dysentery from it. Yeah. <laughs> Five pound mug, squareball.net, look for the sale. The menu, it says sale. Thanks, Moscow. That was that was more than comprehensive. Didn't expect that, so it could work. The squareball.net, everybody. Part one of the show is news. And uh, Chris Armas has been just announced. This is hot off the presses. I mean, not when the show comes out, but it's hot off the presses for us, which is recording, what, Wednesday afternoon. So uh, we have a new assistant manager slash coach type person. He was at Scum. Boo! Under uh, Ralphie Red Bull. Yeah, but you don't mind that when he's, when he's successful, do you? Oh. <laughs> they hated him, didn't they? <laughs> yeah, All the players is. there, which kind of makes me warm to him. Mm, if that dressing room true. full of absolute spectacular cock faces couldn't uh, get their head around him then I'm uh, I'm willing to enjoy him could he give him a shot yeah if they don't like him the enemy of my enemy is my friend and all that um, so he was nearly here in the summer wasn't he worked with Jesse before which you might expect in New York didn't do so great as a manager he's, he's not only worked with Jesse he's played with Jesse they were together at Chicago Fire for a long time BFFs um, would you say Moscow they're, they're, I think they're only about six months apart in age they're both uh, disciples of the Red Bull way. Obviously, Armas has been with uh, Rangnick before um, and managed. He took over New York Red Bulls when Jesse Marsh went to Europe to become assistant coach at Leipzig as part of his corporate Red Bull journey. Um, they put uh, Armas in charge at New York and uh, he ruined it. Oh. Um, I don't know if he ruined it. I think the first season was quite good, but as things went on, Tyler Adams left. So he, he was um, coaching Tyler Adams with. Marsh at New York, but then he also went to Europe to Leipzig, and things just started going uh, not as well. So then he went to Toronto. He got a, a head coach gig at Toronto, 
And he was sacked there after, I think they lost, this was last season, they lost 7-1 possibly to DC United, uh, Clicks New Home, which was their sixth consecutive defeat. So they decided that wasn't working yeah. very well. But what they concluded from that, apparently, the sort of people who were generally watching it, was that um, he's really, really good at the Red Bull stuff. But um, Toronto had like an old, a bunch of old lags in their team <laughs> who couldn't handle all the, the high pressing and the running about and the stuff. And he didn't seem to have uh, taken that into account. Don't know why. Maybe he would have uh, adapted, but um, everyone's like, no, no, he, he's better at just doing the Red Bull stuff. So he went to Scum eventually. So Ralph Rangnick sort of started there, decided he needed some help, called him up. All the players hated him and spent their whole time mocking him. So they both left. And then Jesse Marsh needs some help. So he's called him up. And Got I'm sure uh, all the players will be um, fine with him because from what I can tell, he's basically identical to Jesse Marsh was, um, in born, every way apart from haircut. He was born August the 27th, 1972. Yeah, and Marsh is November 73. Do you know where he was born? Where? Yeah. Which one? Armas. New York. Yeah, more specifically. I'll give you a clue. Jennifer Lopez. The Block. Nearly. <laughs> That's going to be my guess too. The South South Bronx. Oh, okay. It, it might not be the South South Bronx. It might just be the Bronx. But he went way. to uh, he went to university in uh, Garden State. But what was the? Because you've clearly got the Wikipedia page open. What was his college football team called? His college football team, the mm. Long Island Rough Riders. No, no. But he does have them in common with Mike Greller, I believe. Minnesota Thunder. Riddler, before that. Before that. Before oh, that. I, I, I think they're called the Adelphians. Did he go oh, to Adelphia University? Adelphia University. university. Yeah. 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 So they'll be dragging him out of the, the pub on Meadow Lane, Leeds, soon, next yes. door to the Tetley. That's an Adelphi reference, everybody. Yeah. The truth shall make us free is the uh, is a slogan of Adelphi University. Mm-hmm. And Jesse is right is going to be the slogan of his coaching um, <laughs> when he arrives, because I can't imagine he does seem to have just been brought in to sort of say the same stuff that Marsh has been saying. <laughs> so they get it in stereo. <laughs> yeah, basically. I'm a bit, I don't know, don't know. Like I was reading a profile to try and find out more about him and just came to the conclusion that it's the same person, which US soccer seems to have this problem where everybody's all kind of from the same place and they're all of the same age. It's the whole Gio Reyna, um, Greg Berhalter controversy is where everyone's married to each other and they've all been through the same programs because it's all quite still quite a small Use the word sport. incestuous. Yeah, incestuous, nepotistic, all those kind of things. Uh, so there's not a huge pool of people. I think where Mark Jackson had a bit of an advantage was he brought some, like a different voice whereas it seems to be just kind of the same voice a, but, bit, a bit Laurie McManamy and Graham Taylor when mm. McManamy sat, sat alongside him agreeing with everything Graham Taylor it was Phil said. Neal Phil Neal oh was that Phil Neal's job Phil Neal was yes boss <laughs> yes boss you're right boss um, yeah he's, he's kind of um, he's a bit he's a bit Blackwell to Warnock isn't he like they've been mm. they've been together played together at a number of places they're kind of mates and that has benefits because you don't want somebody to come in as your assistant and go in everything that guy's telling you is wrong. We need to start, you know, playing a completely different style. But I think it's just, it's a, when the when the age profile, the playing profile is identical, like they were teammates for years and all that kind of thing. It's like, are we going to get, is it a fresh voice to reinvigorate things or is it just another, like, the same? It's even down to like... He's bald. He's a, he's a nice guy as well. Like, he's really good one-to-one with the players and, like, takes all their feedback and really makes... It's like, do I get the sense, I read all do this I get stuff the sense about, that you're, uh, you're not into it? That's not fine. Much. It's just I read all this stuff about Jesse Marsh and then I'm reading all the... Like, is he going to fix the defence? You could have... Uh, well, no, because he got sacked for losing 7-1. Shit. Um, he... Um, 
Is he going to bring us more clarity in the moment? Reading about him, it felt like I was just reading about Jesse Marsh again when he, like mm. before he he arrived. It's like never it's the mind. Same story. Never mind the coaches. We don't care. It doesn't matter anymore because we're totally Chelsea in our way yeah. to safety. Oh, we do have the we do have Rennie Maric, I suppose, and Cameron Toshak is a, is from a different uh, background as well. He's got the the experience of the Cypriot league, hasn't he? And he's Welsh, mm. which is a good mix. Mm. Thomas Christensen only had half of that. Although Indeed. he did. Uh, um, no, I've got nothing. <laughs> right, let's talk about Western McKenney. More importantly, let's talk about Western McKenney's dad. Mm. Who, Speaking of incestuous and uh, no, uh, nepotism. No, we don't want to suggest, I don't think, that Western McKenney, welcome to the club, is the product of an incestuous relationship. His dad's stroke brother been defending him on Twitter. <laughs> his dad's dad stroke uncle, it would be, surely. Depends which way. <laughs> anyway. That wasn't what I... <laughs> just talking about families sticking up for families. Tight-knit community. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, Western McKenney, Juventus... Sounds like uh, he fancies it, hanging out with his mates in Leeds, which is fair enough. Well, I, don't, he, I don't blame him. He uh, kind of broke the Tyler Adams deal, didn't he, before it had been officially announced. I think it was McKenna who put a congratulations yeah. thing on Instagram. So I mean, everyone knew it was happening, so it, was, it wasn't exactly breaking an exclusive, but um, yeah, he was, he was there, so he's obviously mates with him. So if we could agree a fee, then it might happen. He doesn't want to be at a club that's uh, tainted by a 15-point penalty. No, mm, absolutely Or not. indeed any, any form of corruption, which is why he signed for events in the first place. He no thought fun. there were... A clean living bunch of bunch of choir boys he did, but mm. it turns out, would you believe it? They've been up to some they've no been good up again. To shenanigans, I'm gonna say. Do you think he'll be able to ship over his uh, collection of complimentary fiats? <laughs> do you get do you get fiats? Is that what they give you? That seems that, I'd hope so. Say. If I played for Juventus and I didn't get at least a fiat out of the deal. I think you'd look fun in a Fiat five hundred. They're supposed to be surprisingly roomy. I do have a little model of a Fiat five hundred. Is it is house. it an actual five hundred or is it a Cinquecento as they rebranded them? Um well, it depends what language you read the numbers in. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Because you had you could do it in both, couldn't you? English or Italian. Yeah, I, I get the joke now. McKenny's dad very active on Twitter at uh, Airborne sixty nine, which suggests some sort of a helicopter as a profile picture, mm. which means he sounds like a military man and a sex man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, possibly both at the same time. Why sex man? Sixty nine. Oh, okay. So, of course. Yeah. Sorry, I was thinking of the heli. I was thinking about the helicopters. I was thinking what's sexy about helicopters. It's called a chopper. Yeah, okay, fair enough. And he, he weighs in when people say things like there's a, there's an Arsenal fan who's uh, saying McKenney's nowhere near close to being good enough technically for Arteta's side. He doesn't have the creative passing IQ or the positional IQ and blah, 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 blah. What are you smoking so I can get some, says uh, John McKenney. Yeah, it's going to go well, is this, when he, has a, <laughs> when he has a bad game for Leeds <laughs> and his dad's trying to windmill into 800 people at a time on um, I think on we, need, we need to strike up some sort of online relationship with him now. Because you've been stalking players' parents recently, haven't you, Michael? So, well, not not recently for a long time. Oh, good laugh, good laugh. Really putting the effort in. Yeah, John in Lukic's the... mum yeah. got all the way back to that. You know, yeah. that's, the, that's the starting point. Uh, and we need to get him as a regular feature, maybe on this show. The best of the tweets. Are you going to do the Joker one? You do it. Somebody complaining that McKenny's Joker routine is getting on the nerves of his Juventus teammates if he just wants to mess around and have fun. Um, and Daddy McKenny comes in and says, "Does it look like he's joking around on the pitch?" No. So shut your pie hole. Again, he goes 100 and plays through knocks you don't even know of. Well, we, we will know of. This is all like when uh, it was Marco Silvestri's dad who was sticking up for him when his, uh, his little back hurt. His lipstick, he? the lipstick, Mark. Yeah, so it's going to be uh, that again. Not his dog's lipstick. No, I should say it very clearly. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, does this mean Does this mean movement elsewhere? Um, not well, the dog's we, lipstick. We, we, I mean, we don't no. actually know if, if we're getting him, do we? It sounds like the deal with him is agreed, but Juventus want some money for him which is a bit, yeah, of, it's a bit of a drawback they want a lot we, yeah. want, we don't want to pay as much maybe we can strike a deal maybe this is how the transfer market works in January meet in the middle if yeah. he wants to come and I think Juventus probably 
um, are they going to miss out on Europe this year and all that kind of stuff because of this 15 point Central, they'll miss Champions League won't they yeah so they could probably um, there's probably a deal to be done and he seems like his dad's right he's a good player I'm not going to uh, contradict um, Mr 69 on this but um, he probably higher profile than Tyler Adams maybe just because he's been around a bit more and he's uh, moved to like moving to Juventus was a um, a big move raised in Europe I think he came over to Germany as a as a much younger player so there is the uh, whereas I've you know I've gone off probably too hard on um, there being too much nepotistic Red Bull corporation coming in Weston McKenney although he is also American it's kind of outside of all that he's still within the you know the US men's national team US soccer problem is that everybody has been mates and went to college with each other 20 years ago and they're trying to get out of that which could re- backfire a bit on poor old Jesse Marsh if they suddenly go like no we need to stop having people that we like and know oh, poor fella he ain't gonna get the job but he's been in Europe for a long time and kind of so apart from the spent part the of his childhood in, in, in Germany didn't he because yeah. his dad is Air Force or similar and um, that sort of maybe was part of the reason why he started out his early part of his career in at Schalke wasn't it he started out basically he's not just another Red Bull clone but it does seem like he would suit that style of football but also I think what we may be hopefully are building in with players like him if we get him and Ruter and Wilf and all the other uh, good players that we have um, they can probably do other things as well if there should ever come a day when we ask them to play a different way mm. perhaps for a different coach mm. should that ever come to pass so, well I don't think he's decent age and he's about 25 so. yeah and he was good I mean I can't pretend I've watched him much but World Cup he looked good so we should sign him World Cup he was good that is I, I won't pretend I know any more than World Cup plus YouTube. If yeah. he's a click replacement, sort of say, we're what, so seven years younger and uh, we're paying 15 times as much. So he's got to be better, hasn't he? So it's the, <laughs> the maths on that, if you put those together and smell I'm just going like, to work out your maths on that. I am curious. Well, if he's 30 million, yeah. are we paid two for click? Uh, it, not, the fees vary somewhere between... Well, 15 times as much as Click's fee would be 22.5 million, Moscow. So let's but if see. we paid 2 million for him, what would 15 times 2 be? 30. Well, that's what that's the maths I was doing. You're, you're, so. re- you're reverse engineering your, your maths. To, it was one and yeah, a half million. Gonna, I'm going to make it difficult, am I? Right, anyway, um does make you wonder if Jackie is going to move because his contract is ticking down and um, rumours of Leicester being interested and, and all that. Newcastle swinging their bits around, aren't they? Trying to buy people. Um, yeah. Matt, James Madison... Oh, sort of vibe. They did want Jackie, now they've got him in summer, now they're getting Madison instead, so now Leicester might want Jackie. Uh, Just keep him. Keep I, him I all. think I'd rather keep. But I suppose if you were, in terms of balancing the squad, if you had to sell a wide player to get a central player, it does make a degree of sense, given we've got a lot of wide players and not as many central ones. What Mate, if... Dan James coming back. I was going to say, well, that's the other question, isn't it? If the old little scum bastard does... Because um, it was Ryan Taylor Sport who tweeted to say, Fulham have currently filled Premier League loan quota, i.e. two and can only complete the Cedric Suarez. Is that how we pronounce it? Soares. Soares, yeah. Uh, Soares. Lo- lo- Soares. A loan deal if they send Shane Duffy or Dan James back to Brighton or Leeds, respectively. Mm. Uh, and it looks like one of those is imminent. Oh, good. Or you, or you could sign him permanently. They, they could sign him permanently, mm. and they may choose to, or, or not. The only thing that slightly reassures me on this is that I looked at Shane Duffy, who I didn't truthfully even know was out of Fulham. He's played even less. He's He comes on in the last minute to try and sh- show up a win. Does I'll waste time to Shane Duffy. So I'm going to question you something now. This show, do you think we we started fast? Always online? Uh, yes. Did we? Did we? St- have we stayed aggressive? Mm, not so sure. Do you feel like we've operated with minimal width, and it's been quite a vertical podcast? Uh, yes. Go in, join in, and swarm. Shift, there's been 
bit of shifting and pumping. <laughs> Definitely that, yeah. We haven't prevented switches because we had to press some of those to make it work, didn't we? Yeah. Uh, although we can celebrate moments. You know what you said before when you were correcting my maths? It, was it my clean sheet mentality? It was great. Okay. I just wanted to put that in. We should celebrate. Thank you. That moment, I thought it was good. And Michael, the bit before when you did, I mean, you probably did something that was all right. I can't remember now. Thanks. I, I, that I, means a lot. <laughs> doubt it. means a lot. <laughs> no, Michael, I believe that you're going to do something really cool soon. Um, we are, of course, talking about that um, that post-it or print-out thing that was on the wall in the dressing room um, and possibly sending it up a little bit. Um, the keys to the game. The keys to the game. The keys to the game. What are the keys to your heart? I've got a little... Uh, it says Daniel on it. So I, I, someone gave me that years ago. It's a little football player, and it really should have fallen to pieces by now. But it's it's you know when it made, used, of, made of asbestos or something. It, it's technically rubber, but I think it's so old that it's just become like really it's like hardened. Like Mother Shipton's cave, sort of a, plastic, <laughs> plastic, yeah. vibe to it. But uh, that's your sweaty pockets have made it into stone. stone. <laughs> Lovely stuff. Uh, everything that in the no, this I'm not going to do. <laughs> um, leave that to John McKenney. Uh, I was going to say right. Um, so that, that's Jesse's poster. Um, it, it, it was a. Is it a bit harsh the treatment this has had? There's yeah. loads of this sort of bollocks, isn't there? Absolutely, yeah. Of course, it's, of course it's harsh, but it's funny. Every yeah. changing room will have this kind of rubbish up. It, the main bit is the bit where it says minimal width. You just think, oh. it's all stuff we knew anyway because we've seen them play like seem, this for months. To so see minimal not. width written down though just feels depressing. We've heard him say like every coaching seminar that he's given is all this kind of stuff. If there is some criticism of it, it's there's way too much on there. Mm. There's eight keys and then some of those have... yeah, it feels to me like key three you're thinking of that one particularly Moscow the minimal width vertical counter press that's three things in one exactly and then you know going joining the swarm is then prevent switches so there's like there's a lot of things if you're trying to break it down to simplify it then I feel like eight is too many for these uh, tiny brained big footed footballers <laughs> that, that we're, uh, we're dealing with what I do like best of all is, is point number eight celebrate moments that has got three exclamation marks which is mm. the most of any point on this sheet so that, for, to me, feels like it's it's very important. Celebrate moments like like four 0 home defeats. Mm. Things it, like I was thinking more like Rasmus enjoys it, doesn't he? When he does puts a tackle in mm. and, it, and it's successful yeah. and he gives it a little bit of a fist pump. But now I see that that's kind of like a mandated instruction. I wonder if he means it. Right? Is he just like mm. going through the motions where he's like so you've kind of got to go? Yes. It's like oh, I'd better. Okay. Yay! Great tackle. <laughs> Enforced fun. <laughs> it's like fancy dress parties, isn't it? And we saw Jesse's fancy dress, didn't we, on Twitter the other week when he was celebrating his. Wife's birthday? Or was it yes. an anniversary? I can't remember I think why. it was her birthday. Yeah. So that's good. So Jesse likes him for fun. What was he dressed as? Was it like generic 70s sort of thing? He had a, yeah, ta- he had a big tash, didn't he? Like a 70s party. Excellent. I can think of nothing worse. Uh, Bielsa's <laughs> not going to have it anyway. So let's, we don't have to deal with that. That's a relief. That is, that is proper your ex hooking up with somebody that you know vibes, isn't it? Mm. We just need to let everybody move on. I discounted it as soon as I heard it as a rumour. I was like, no, he's not going to go there. Is that denial on your part? No, it's just not very Bielsa-ish there, is it? He's not stupid. It's mid-season. They're a complete shit show. Yeah. He can't. He won't have any money to even bring in players. Even if he wanted to change the style, he wouldn't be able to do it. Dan James for 30 million. I mean, that would be our escape route for Dan James, wouldn't it? But You can read between the lines on all of it as well, because it's just, the initial report even said that uh, Mashiri is his first choice, but other people on the board aren't sure. And you're like, okay, well... So who wants the story about there being a split board out there? Who wants to be saying, well, I tried to get Bielsa, but the other people on the board wanted Sam Allardyce. And so there's been that angle all the way through. And then you've got that player who's decided to go to Tottenham instead of Everton. And they're all, all up for sale. Uh, Mashiri's just going, well, if I can't, I can't 
do what I want. I'm just going to sell the whole thing. And um, it's hilarious. And Bielsa, you know, whatever you want to say about him, the man is not an idiot, as if he would go to heaven. Are you still favourite according to Skybet? But these markets can be quite um, manipulated if someone just puts like £50 on, it'll panic them and they'll, they'll massively cut someone's odds. But to show what a, a shambles of recruitment process is as well, to go through the, the list mm. from, from favourite down, it goes Please. Bielsa, Deitch, Hassenhutl, Allardyce, Rooney, Ferguson. It's just a complete mess, isn't it? I mean, that's the... <laughs> someone. Just someone, please. That's what's great of the, the stories from the board where it's like they're trying to choose between Bielsa and Allardyce. It's like, <laughs> if that's your choice, you don't know what you want, isn't it? It's absolutely ridiculous. Rooney's my hope. Yeah, get him away from Click. Yes, get him away from Click, and I think he's probably the least qualified. Well, he is definitely the least qualified on that list. Yeah. And it's, well, how did it go when he followed Lampard at Derby? When they, when they were in... Uh, chaos so well, they, they had that, that trick they had that year of survival didn't they when they all massively celebrated then went down anyway you know what I'd like Rooney and his player manager I think he could still do a job <laughs> get him into that midfield there you go uh, we've got scum two games in a week potentially if we don't get any FA Cup fourth round replay action we're going to preview that in part two aren't we by the way um, the Accrington Stanley mm-hmm. they have that in their Twitter bio you know say we are aware we were in an advert once that's good save it this is all hot chat because we've got nothing Especially else to do. I know about yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's come two games in a week. That'll be fun, won't it? Probably not. Just get it out of the way in one go. That's what we said about Bielsa and we sacked him. Mm. Mm. That week of carnage. Yeah, it true could, enough. It could be a tough week to survive if you're the manager. If old Chris Armas is <laughs> just living out of his suitcase still <laughs> at this point. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Do you want to move into a... I won't, don't move into an apartment. Just stay at the hotel for a bit longer. Yeah. See, how you, see yeah. how you get on. Just enjoy it. <laughs> Surely you just stay at Jesse's. He'll have a spare room. Yeah, he probably would, actually. Doesn't even have a work permit yet, so he might not make it in time. Imagine if his work permit comes through the day after the second game against Scum. <laughs> Just as we're making him redundant. Part two of the show is the Accrington preview, made famous by a milk advert sometime when we were children. Um, the days when you advertised milk. People think it wasn't even for a brand, it was just for the, the concept. Milk, the milk board, wasn't mm. it? Like the, the general the milk, milk, cup. milk marketing board. Yeah. Obviously led to the buttercup. Yes, so yeah the, yeah, the Milk Cup, for anybody not aware or not old enough, is the what is now the Carabao Cup mm. in, in this country. That's, was, how, that's how it's gone. It's gone from Milk... Well, that was their first, the first sponsor of the League Cup, wasn't it? It's was gone milk. from Milk to... Rumbelows, which was a, a hiring washing machines place and TVs. Uh, who else have we had? It veered towards unhealthy drinks at Worthing, some point. Yeah, worth, Worthington. Coca-Cola, Worthington, Carling, Carling yeah. and now Carabao, which may or may not be healthy. Yeah. We've got no opinion on that. I've got no opinion. <laughs> Would you, could you take a guess? I give my kids a pint of it every night. (laughs) (laughs) Milk, not Carabao. Yes, indeed. It is Accrington. They played Boreham Wood Tuesday night and it was nil-nil for a very long time. They really did drag this out. There were like no shots on target during 90 minutes or something, was there? Yeah, it was. Nobody wanted to lose. Yeah, I mean, they should be tired. That was good. It's probably actually the best result from this game was just that it went to extra time for, for them and, you know... We should beat him anyway, shouldn't we? Oh, of course, yeah. I'm not in any way, shape, or form worried about this. I am fully, not in any way, shape, or form. Worried. I am fully aware of what Leeds United have done against lower league opposition in the past. This doesn't feel like one of those. If it happens, fine. Bit of egg on my face. Don't feel like it. And that's not me being cocky about it. I just, just, I'm not worried about it anymore. I think we'll win. I have to say. You say you sound a lot more unsure than yeah. Well, than I. He does have a look of a of a horrible Leeds United game about it, doesn't it? A little ground like Accrington because Leeds are playing. Yeah, generally it'd look bad. See wouldn't Leeds it? on the fixture list. Like, Accrington, God. by the way, is a small town between Blackburn and Burnley. It's like a rose between two thorns, isn't it? 
Is it? Why is it? Is that a rose? Is what? Sorry, is Accrington a rose? I don't know. Compared oh, to the other, compared two. to the others, maybe. yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. No, I that's, that's what, what the phrase "a rose between two thorns" means. I think it's trying. I think Michael's point I'm, is I'm that this is basically three thorns. I'm right. questioning whether or not Accrington feels, counts as a rose. Feels very dis- disparaging. Have you been to Accrington? Yes. What's it like? It was fine. I played football there. Good. It was all right for Stanley. Uh, no. Was it a trial against Stanley? Against uh, an Accrington Stanley supporters team. Right. Is what it was actually. Okay. I think they won. So the Wham Stadium, which is exciting, everyone's enjoyed that and leapt on the uh, with the George Michael and Andrew Ridgely puns, haven't they? Mm-hmm. And what? yeah, lots of people seem to be missing out that the goalkeeper is called Saving. Is that right? That's nomin- nominative determinism. It doesn't have a G at the end, so I gave him a G. It's an apostrophe. Well, oh, actually, right. there's nothing. His name's Savin. But um, yeah, Savin. Oh. To- Toby Savin. Uh, the crown so ground. So we're going to struggle to get shots past him because he'll be... Toby saving them. Saving them, yeah. Right, so the Wham Stadium is better use, better known as uh, the Crown Ground. We should probably try lots of crosses, though, because his name's not catching. Mm. Uh, it's named after the, the Netflix series. I think the sponsorship deal with the Crown must have ended. Yeah, probably all the paints. Mm. Uh, the Crown is going to have three £200,000 sponsorship deal with What More UK it's The chairman's Limited. company. Andy Holtz, the chairman. It was, it was previously also named the Fraser Eagle Stadium and the Interlink Express Stadium. So they uh, they're quite happy to tart off the name of their uh, of their ground. Record attendance four thousand eight hundred and one. Will we beat that? That's exciting. Who knows? It holds uh, five and a half thousand as the ground now. Should be a record attendance. Of course it will. I mean, I'm sure I'm sure it'll be sold out, won't it? It depends what they maybe have to leave for segregation. They were selling tickets straight after the game. Oh, hang mm. on, it was bettered by uh, five thousand two hundred fifty seven for a league match against Sunderland in twenty eighteen. But the match was abandoned due to a waterlogged pitch, and then. FA Cup fourth round, 5,397 was set three years ago when Derby County visited. So let's beat that. Leeds take more. We've had a big problem uh, getting crowds in for music events. It's been their latest uh, shock. Andy Holt, their um, owner, chairman, who used to be quite notable on Twitter because he used to like, publish the accounts for like... He was very forthright, wasn't he, and honest? Yeah, he'd do um, show match day takings and expenditure for like a particular game and stuff. But um, the council have uh, issued noise abatements to stop them from putting on... 80s hits. <laughs> well, yeah, they can't put on gigs at the uh, the Wham. Well, it's actually, it's the Coley's Bar. Um, they're not allowed to put them on. So he's returned his freedom of the town of Hindburn or the borough. Freedom of the borough. They gave him a, meda- a medallion. A medallion. <laughs> a a Geordie medallion. They specifically gave it to him in a Geordie accent. I thought it was South African. Um, they gave him a, a medallion in a citation. Because I think it's because Hinderburn sounds like it Hindenburg. should be. No, no, no. Hinderburn sounds like it should be in the northeast. Hey, you, hey, when we go up to Hinderburn. Yep. This, the coal mine's closing. And they're going to build some ships. Spuggy. Uh, hey, why spuggy, man? Let's go up to Hinderburn see what Jeff says. Um, Hi to our American listeners and viewers, by the way. But he's given all that back. Who have, who have no clue what's going on. And as well, all Making of these niche, niche references to 1980s and 90s children's TV programs in, in England. And by American standards, well, all these places are within about an hour and a half drive. It's, um, it's strange the way accents work. Yeah, yeah it is. Uh, <laughs> anyway, he, he, uh, he said that Hinburn Council, they've had a hidden agenda all along to stop the club from developing, including a noise officer snooping around the car back as far back as May, recording music from Coley's on his phone and playing it to us seven months later, post-abatement order being served. So there's a big Facebook argument about all this. Let's just have a look. That's what we're going So be quiet. 
Okay. Ellen Road the game on uh, Saturday. Be quiet. Stadium. I'm just getting some directions from Ellen Road Football Stadium. You're going to walk it? No, I'm going to see if it's worth Leeds flying. <laughs> As Michael. Well, proposed. yeah, we were talking about flying to uh, Boreham Wood, weren't we? Going to the old yeah. uh, uh, the studios there. What what was it called? Elstree. Elstree. Studios. So you can do it in an hour and five minutes from Ellen Road if you do the motorways, and then up the uh, the M66 by Bury and uh, up into Accrington that way. Um, although although the, mo- the more scenic route will be to go via Bradford and sort of dip your toes in, sort of skipped in that way. Is there a the button tops. that you can press to fly? Uh, no, there's a For little car, there's a car symbol, there's a person walking. Should we see how long mm. it'll be to walk? Yeah. Uh, walking, Two it, does, days. it does recommend going over the tops. Yeah, it says 13, 13 and a half hours. No, that's nothing. That's not stopping though. That's mm. probably going to be tough. We could do that. We did that on our charity walk, basically. Yeah, but we did stop. It's only 38 miles. Mm. Um Bus. Have you have you got have you got to get away from uh, from directions for a moment? Do either of you have, have fond memories of us playing Accrington before? I've got fond memories of Brady kicking a player around the neck. Indeed, that, that was glorious, very good. Yeah, and um, they were managed at that time. Who was their manager for that match? There's a quiz for you. Oh, New Accrington. Mm. It was a League Cup game, wasn't it? And it was Brady's debut. I think it was Zan Benedicic's debut. Mm. But Accrington were managed by someone with a Leeds connection. Although it, it, I'll give you a clue, since you're obviously struggling, he didn't have that Leeds connection at the time. Steve Evans. No, even Accrington haven't sunk that low. <laughs> uh, James Beatty. There we go, James Beatty. Oh, excellent. Who became? He was uh, Gary Monks. Was he Gary Monks' assistant? His mate wasn't he? But he got he Pep basically was uh, his assistant, wasn't he? But I think right. he was like the striker. He taught Chris Wood how to score. Yes, and there was obviously the previous game where we only played Accrington twice, so there's not a lot to fall back on. Mm. Him. We beat him in the. And um, you know who the JPT? You'll have it there, won't you? But you know who scored their first goal for Leeds in that game? Hogan Ephraim. There we go. Just looking, um, the Crown Pub might have lent its name to the uh, to the stadium, the Crown Ground, in much mm. the way that mm. the old Peacock lent its name to the Peacock Ground and all that. Well, as it is now, Ellen Road. Well, to Stanley named after a working men's club, aren't they? The Stanley Working Men's Club was mm. the origin of that. So there you go. And. Uh, Seems to be a, a tattoo parlour that's popped up on Apple Maps as well. Pilking Town, it's called. Okay. Um, so I'm going to look see what else is near the ground. Scott.com, I've got information on them. If you're on a yeah, this is quite good because the problem with Accrington, normally you you see a, you know, it's Premier League ignorance. We don't pay a lot of attention to lower league teams well, because we are horrible we're, people. We're dreadful Premier League wankers now. Yeah. yeah. But usually you can look through a squad and you go, oh, yeah, he, he plays for them. Mm. This lot, I'd never heard of any of them. So it's a bit unfortunate. I think, um, there's probably is there still time? The window, the transfer window's open. If they're not cup tied, mm. sign some players we've heard of. They've got Nathan Delfonso in the squad. Do you remember? Oh, him? well, I've totally missed him. Yes, Aston Villa. Yeah, he doesn't seem to play. He didn't. I don't know if he's injured at the moment, but he didn't play for them in the last game. But yeah, he played for us against for Blackpool. And oh, he played for Burnley us as well, didn't and, he? Hmm? He played for us. No, no, against us. Sorry, played against I was us. Say it was uh, like, against don't us. Remember for, yeah. Burnley, you, you Blackpool. See, Probably whole, some other peak teams. It's amazing. That whole era of Leeds, all you had to do was make an innocent mistake and say, yes, Nelson Delfonesco. I think it's pronounced Delfonso. It's Delfonesco is how it looks. You say, Del, Nathan Delfonso played for us. I'm like, yeah, yeah, he probably did, didn't he? <laughs> he came in on trial for a couple of weeks. Yeah, who else would he, wouldn't he have... Uh, played alongside Malcolm Christie. Because I was going to say before, and it completely passed me by on the other show, that uh, Weston McKenney comes coming in finishes what Curtis Weston started. Mm. So we waited a long time <laughs> for that to be complete. Anyway, Accrington. So they've got Nathan uh, Delfonso, but they're not playing him. And they 
their their strengths are creating long shot opportunities, shooting from direct free kicks, coming back from losing positions, defending set pieces, and saving. And saving, yeah, you've added that one. Good at saving. I've just realised for the last five minutes, I've just been looking at a map of Accrington <laughs> rather than doing the show. They are weak at finishing scoring chances, avoiding offside, aerial duels, defending against long shots, get click back, and against defend. They're very weak at defending against counter attacks. So we're going to have an absolute field day. They like their style of play is attacking through the middle. It's going to be a real taking long shots, long balls, taking a lot of shots. They have a consistent first 11 and they're aggressive and opponents play aggressively against them. It's going to be a right old scrap, this isn't it? It's going to be just a big scrum. Saturday lunchtime on the BBC in the cold and the wind and the rain of Lancashire. I predict we're going to win this one because Willie Nonso at some point will realise it's going to benefit him to just stand a bit to one side. (laughs) And he'll he'll completely run into acres of space. Be like, could have done this sooner. Yeah, Yeah, their formation last night was 3-1-4-2. Bold. 3 Three one, one four two four two. Do we have a name for that? Three one four two. Yeah, that's what I call it. So like a, it's like a little oh, tr- a tree sorry, or a mushroom, I've, isn't I've it? I've not. Uh, I've not stuck to proper tactics wonk etiquette. Sorry, it's one three one four two. You've got to include the goalkeeper if you're a real. Um, Is that a thing? Yeah, it's a thing. You can always tell if somebody one, uh, spends far too long looking at um, tactics blogs as they include the goalkeeper in the formation. When we start it's one of the talking, most painful things, especially online, because on Twitter. There's a character limit, and there's people waste two characters putting in a one and a dash just to prove that. Oh, the goalkeeper, obviously, yes. <laughs> I, I've never known the goalkeeper playing anything but a one. Well, yeah, I mean, it, maybe that's the next innovation. Maybe somebody out there has got a spreadsheet where it's like, oh, yeah, if you have uh, three goalkeepers, then uh, your expected goals against uh, reduces. The thing with this is, right, whenever we start talking about formations, it just reminds me of Rhodey's doing a sound check. Three, one, four, two. Three, two, one, two. four, two. One, two, two. Yeah, saving, and that's saving. All, that's the, all, that is literally all I've got about formations. So um, they have, a, they have, a, they contain multitudes. Nottingham, that's a multitude in it. Hey, town. Hey, Michael, mm. Accrington Stanley. Just looking at their league form, they've scored twenty-four goals, twenty-five points. It works. Got a musical in midfield. Well, Hamilton. Pre- previously, you've told us this is only Premier League, so now you now you're reverse engineering it because you found um, something that fits your shit. And they're just behind little method. Um, Mark Jackson's pretend team. That somehow been allowed into the league. Not sure about that. They've scored 25, 25 points. They've go. got Lee playing up front as well, which is another town in Lancashire. Uh, they've got Nottingham at the back. Is that right as well? Uh, that's right. Yeah. Already said that. Yeah. I was gazing at the map of Accrington probably when you said that. Owen, to find landmarks. Owen Coyle in midfield with Brendan Rodgers on the wing. Couple of managers bringing some uh, nails uh, to midfield. And, um, Alexander Hamilton, one of the founding fathers there. Yeah, yeah, musical to which dis- I also recently referred. It's a, it's a, <laughs> Dan really wasn't listening for some a di- large section of it on Disney Plus. If you were, if you want to watch that, thanks for uh, preempting all my jokes and making me look foolish, There's, Bosco. Uh, McConville, which I think is where um, Chris Armas comes from. Sounds like it, doesn't he? Where's he from? Oh, he's from McConville. And Americans played against Accrington before for Leeds. Uh, Grella. Mike Grella. Yes. Get him on Cocoms. Did anybody say the Rick Astley joke? I think, I think that was done right at the start, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Goes along with Wham and the 80s stuff. So, right. Oh, bless them. I'm sorry to anybody from Accrington who's tuned in to like, oh, I wonder what they're saying about us. But, I mean, the game was last night. We did a lot, like, my research on Boreham Wood is, uh, you know, I've got I've got PowerPoint after PowerPoint mm. all you, you telling you. You could do you, like a Bielsa-style presentation for hours for the media. That was one of the fascinating parts of the uh, the Derby breakdown when he did that was when they, there was photographs of just all those black hardback books on the shelf. I always wanted to get hold of them, but that's me on Boreham Wood. 
and all of them specify that they will have a goalkeeper, like all the formations that they use, goalkeeper. So I did it proper. Um, but all of that had to go in the bin because Accrington won, so they've only got themselves to play. From, from memory, how it is. can you tell me a single player who plays for Boreham Wood? Um, Having done all the research. There's, uh, yeah. Do you want first names or surnames? <laughs> <laughs> you can have a go at a surname. I'll, I'll give you a go at a surname. Uh, Jack- Jackson. Jackson. Smith. Smith plays for them. I can't see a Jackson or a Smith. I'm afraid. Dan's now typing, which makes me very suspicious. Yeah, my, my hands are where you can see them. There's, uh, oh, no, I am cheating. I'm very much cheating. Yeah. Uh, uh, Jonesy. I remember Jonesy, Jonesy really stood out in the research. Jonesy. You might be thinking of Joshy. Yes. Joshy Rees. Was Joshy Rees. Old Reesey. Reesey, yeah. Yeah. They do have Leon Lovu, or Undlove, as it was pronounced at the time. I'm gonna I'm gonna assume he's some relative. It's Peter. annoying because I did actually, you know, I did do some. <laughs> hey, they've got. I did they've glance got a, at their team and he stuck out that they hadn't. They've Lou. got Danny Newton, Danny Elliott, and then Den and Lewis. Imagine trying to address them all in the dressing room. Danny, 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 Danny Dunn, and the three Ds. Yeah, they've yeah. got a striker called uh, defender called Ricketts. They uh, they signed them because they thought they could add a new dimension to the game. And uh, the the, the, the delightful, the delightfully yeah. named Chris Bush as well. Um, but we're not playing them, are we? No. no. No, let's just beat um, Accrington. And I think we? we will. I think the thing of um, obviously there's the Leeds asterisk, asterisk applies that Sutton, um, Newport, all the things, all the games. But we saw against Cardiff that we can, like, we were great in the second match against them. So we know from the first game, recent lessons, uh, JB and Greenwood doth not a midfield make. No. So play Weston McKenney. Yeah. And his dad. Uh, play Tyler Adams and play, and you can probably get away with Greenwood alongside him if you want to give mm. Rocket a rest. That'll be fine. Play Tyler Adams, basically, seems to be the big difference. Tyler Adams, Max Ferber, uh, Rutter, probably going to be making his debut. That's the exciting thing. We don't even yeah. mention that. Bloody hell. Aren't we shit? And <laughs> we've got, um, and that should be enough. Start strong and then take them off instead of... Starting weak and chasing the game. Yeah. yeah. And I think well, there's... There was enough in the Cardiff game to make me think this should not be a problem. They're tired. They played 90 minutes midweek. Uh, well, 120 minutes midweek. They've only got a couple of days to prepare. All the stuff. Don't know how training will have been for them before that game on frozen pitch and all that kind of stuff. So it's all set up for us to obviously lose. But I think the fifth round is is there for us to be in. Is it worth us playing for a draw? So we don't have to play Scum. So we don't have to play Scum twice in a week and we could play Accrington back at Ellen Road. Scum, well, no, Accrington, Ellen Road, it's going to be... You well, see, you, I, no, Scum draw with Reading. It's become hard to get tickets at Ellen Road as well, though. So if we get an extra game, it gives people more of a chance. Yeah, so we should play for a draw. So we should mm. play for a draw. So even, if, even if we go 3-0 up. Yeah, start letting them in. Just absolutely throw, throw it at it, the end. Yeah. <laughs> play without a goalkeeper, maybe. We were saying without the formation numbers. Mm. Maybe go for a 0 a zero, zero. Dispense with the one at the back. One, nine or something. Yeah. I mean, Reading, their most recent result was a 4-0 defeat to Stoke City. Before that, they drew 2-2 with QPR after Tyler Roberts scored twice to bring it back from 2-0 down. At least one of those goals was really good, by the way. Just a little bit of uh, Tyler love. They've got, who's in their team? Tommins against his dad's old club. Uh... Lot of other, oh, Andy Yadom is the captain. Of course he is. That's great. Um, and Alex Neil and Aidan Flint on the bench, who I'm sure didn't he move like 300 million at one point? 
It was quite a bit, yeah. And then there's uh, DiMaggio Wright Phillips, who I think is he's the player who I like least in the league. Why? If he is who I'm thinking of. Well, isn't he Ian Wright's like great grandson or something? Oh, just because he makes you feel old. Yeah, it's like I can handle the like Tom Ince, mm. Paul Ince's son, fine. When it's grandchildren. <laughs> Sorry, what? No, that can't be right. I believe DiMaggio Wright Phillips, I, I think, is either Bradley or Sean's son. So it's. Um, yeah, you might be telling me the truth, but I'm still not having it. <laughs> yeah, it's not on, is it? <laughs> but um, is there enough in that? Uh, oh, well, uh, well, the other thing that I've done there is I've looked at the Stoke City team. <laughs> you know, when it's uh, it's Reading who are, oh no, that is Reading, right? No, it's I a, think I think Michael, please, we need to stage an intervention no, before no. Moscow makes this worse. It's a combination. I've got confused. It's so, not his grandson. He doesn't play for Reading, but apart from that, it's, it's, it's a perfect information. Tomins and Andy Yidom are. They've in, had a baby. They are in, <laughs> and now he's playing for Reading. They are in Reading's first team. <laughs> However, Aidan Flint and DiMaggio Wright-Phillips are on the bench for Stoke. Right. As is Frank Fielding. And who's Ian Wright put a baby in? <laughs> and then Reading are managed by Paul Ince. Yeah. Which is why Tom Ince is playing for them. Yeah. Um, they have Scott Dan on the bench, along with Shane Long. Uh, they've got Junior Hoylett in the team as well. So why, there's why enough there. To, why are you telling me this? Because they've got enough in the team to draw with scum so we don't have to play them twice in a week that's what it was getting at yeah. that's what I was getting at you know I got a little bit, a bit confused you know, by, uh, what's just to the west of Accrington don't you the brilliantly named Oswald Twistle mm. I like that as a name that's you know who's captaining Stoke you should uh, it is yeah it's Lewis Baker isn't it because you've just looked no I haven't I promise I swear yeah I see you look yeah it's a big picture of Lewis Baker he's got a little with more with a captain's end. armband on and a Stoke City shirt What's in Little More End? I can see you looking at it on your map. Uh, Little More End. Let's move on because this is um, <laughs> this needs to end. <laughs> Frankly. Part three of the show is Heroes and Villains where we have a, a little rifle through the people who've done good and bad by us over the last seven days for and against Leeds United Football Club. First of all, Ken Bates Villain of the Week Award. We've got people in the Leeds corner, Jesse, Brendan, in the opposition corner, Ivan Tony, uh, Brentford, Thomas Frank, Others, quite a few, any other businesses. We've got Peter Banks, who's the referee from Mary Poppins. Uh, us, uh, East Stand Child, Everton Board. Go on then, pick it apart. Let's, let's start with us. Um, it's fair enough, I think. Raising hopes by getting giddy over the Cardiff win. Predicting things like 4-3, 5-3. Oh, so, sorry for having some joy in my life. Me, normally reliable and miserable. Um, I think I said it definitely won't be nil-nil. And it was, of course, nil-nil. Yeah. So don't have, don't have hopes. What's um, happened to you? I feel like you've dropped your relentlessly positive persona. It's not hard work, mate. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> you know, I don't like that. <laughs> so, how are you feeling now then? I don't feel particularly anxious because I refuse to let Leeds United ruin my life anymore. Okay. I just look back at like the relegation battle last season. It wasn't good for my health. I look back even on the promotion seasons we were talking about on one of the other shows this week. Not good for my health. Mm. So you need to look after yourself, don't you? I suppose so. That's why Jesse can't win a uh, villain. This week, I think he's going to be a regular nomination between now and us staying up, um, and then he'll go away, and then it'll be fine. But and and Brendan Aronson as well. He, I mean, poor no, thing. He's just him. a mere boy child who just needs he just needs a little rest. That's all. Sherry and eggs. Just <laughs> mostly the sherry. He just as needs discuss. He just needs to go find himself again, doesn't he? That's all. And he might have a new friend with him soon to g him along. So that'd be nice. Yes, who kept him out of the USA team, so that can uh, happen again. Uh, Ivan Tony gets a nomination for nothing really specific here as uh, Yankee Doodle Batley. Oh, he had a royal moan at the right. He should have been sent off. 
for mm. kicking the ball away. So that's, that's not a, his fault, though, is it? I mean, players do get a bit narky in, in the heat of battle, but it's, surely that's the ref's fault. Well, he's nominated too for um, Wedge um, points out that the time wasting uh, needed to stop, and he didn't add enough time on. Wedge proposes twenty five minutes, which maybe seems a little high, but was probably closer to accurate than what was it five that we got. Mm. Um, which wasn't enough. West Ham Ralph uh, rightly points out, as Rob has pointed out on the blog, that he's the ref, not a fucking player. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so between him and uh, Ivan Tony, um, there seems to be some kind of. Well, I can't accuse them of anything, can I? No, I wouldn't. Let's say they just they they're all they all erred. Mm. Um, I mean, for me, I want to nominate Peter Banks as the the clear front runner for this because he got involved mm. in the game, shouldn't have done. Too much. And um, but before we before we discuss it, let's just do East Stand Child and the Everton board. Everton board, obviously, Zach not happy because they've um, they've sacked Frank. I suspect that Michael will probably go in hard on the East Stand Child. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is not not me mm-hmm. who's put this on. This is Jesse Blank Whiteboard has sent this in. He says the child not you with a pseudonym. The child sat behind me. Um, I thought everyone should hear his expert opinion on the whole match about how bad every player is. God forbid he closes his mouth and open his eyes in case he learnt something that can't be found on the player's FIFA card. Reminder of why I hate the East Stand. There was a kid sat behind me in the East Stand who was it the League Cup game? I think it might have been. And it was what you know when we do the goal kicks, it's ah, you shit bastard. And uh, it's just sort of quieting down afterwards. He went, Dad, what are they saying there? We knew that you shit, you know, like he didn't know what it was. And we all just kind of turned around and laughed and thought, good luck with that one. <laughs> Someone on the uh, Phil from the Leeds forum from years ago just said, uh, he, he told his son that we were singing, We are Leeds. We have Al David Jones as a crocodile. Yeah, which, which is what it was. It was, wasn't it? Which I always liked as a song. It was. That's as what it was. For the, uh, the Everton board, it's uh, Zach of Oz. Um, I think he's got a good point that getting rid of Frank is a risk from our point of view because mm. they've kind of, one, there's the risk of them making a good appointment, but it seems like they're not going to because they're just going to sell the club instead. And then secondly, that it was fun. It was great watching them just week after week, turning in nonsense performances and Frank Lampard refusing to take any responsibility for it. And then all his mates um, going on Twitter and saying what a great job he was doing. I was quite enjoying that cycle, aggravating as it was. It was kind of like, it it was very self-contained. Now that he's been sacked, all those people like Matt Law are like, it's like a Catherine wheel firing now. Instead of it all being contained within them, where it's all just like a... a um, An exploding human centipede, maybe. Yeah, or just like it was just like one circle jerk. Now it's like that's spraying everywhere, and we all have to hear it because it's all like because it's it's, like, it's landing on us, isn't it? Instead of it all being focused on Everton, we all have to hear what a great job Frank did. So it was much easier <laughs> when he was just in a job. It could all just like happen there. Is there um, a chance if Rooney goes there that continues? Probably. I mean, oh, I suppose Rooney's not. He's not got the kind of. He's not the same education as Frank, though. Because I think that was where Frank was unique in that he was a, a Premier League England international. You could really see the uh, the benefit of his um, his upbringing when he was uh, singing those songs about nine eleven to the American mm. tourists in mm. that hotel. You could really see there what a, a fine young which man was he was only, from which the was start. Only, only days afterwards, we should say, like in the day or two yeah, afterwards, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, it was um, very, a very sensitive response. All the things that he he learnt at school from that very expensive education. The shitting in the dressing room is maybe he's maybe sort of hijinks though. Mm, yeah, and the uh, the sex you, video with um, Rio Ferdinand with Rio Ferdinand mm. and Cole that was good as well. Have the, you ever uh, shit in a dressing room? Into that. You ever shit in a dressing room? You got into I don't know British Arm Stars or something? Uh, no, taking a shit. Nah, no, not not my thing. Not really. Nah, nah fine not for me. That's good. 
Uh, I think also there's the risk as well. What if he becomes a pundit? Yeah. He, oh, I mean, he will. He went along. And he'll talk with great authority about stuff as well. And, then, and anyone who had the misfortune to watch one of his teams will have to go. Yeah, BT Sport, well, Jake Humphrey just introducing saying, yeah. Frank Lampard. Just but, as we were saying on the High Performance Podcast this week. So, yeah, it's gonna, <laughs> they just didn't have the right mentality at Evan, did they? Jake Humphrey, what an unbearable twat. Yeah, it's going to um, be great. Right, Peter Banks, he's having it for me. What about you? Um, I suppose, yeah. I mean, there are nominations. There's a nomination for. Um, what do you call him? Thomas Frank as well. Yeah, it's his gum. Philip nominates his gum chewing golf. I feel like Peter Banks' head is like a, a manifestation of Thomas Frank's. Like, if you if you took the chewing gum out of his mouth, it would look like Peter Banks. Mm. Mm-hmm. And that's reason to give it to Banks, I think. Yeah, yeah. Banks. Thomas Frank's always like that. I suppose, to be fair, Peter Banks is always like that. I've never noticed him having so many touches before. Um, right, on to uh, the Katana Baradi Hero of the Week award. Somebody um, who could touch all he wants. Uh, Max Verber was RTSB Plus members uh, player of the match for this. Some high scores in this game, actually. Um, we for defenders. Had, we haven't had many over seven, actually, on all the back four. Mm. Uh, sorry, not all the back four. The uh, Is it one at the back we play? Sorry, the keeper? Does, yes, the, yes. Keeper the, the one, poor old Lillian, only got 6.73 out of 10. Under so, yeah, seven that was because he didn't have anything to do. It's yeah. not his fault. Verber, the price of being a goalkeeper. Verber, 8.39, uh, and his new sidekick, Cock. 7.38 Tyler Adams just behind that Luke Hailing, and then uh, it sort of dropped off below 7 down towards mm. low scores of, of about 5 Wilf Nyonto with a mere 6.84 <gasps> needs to book his ideas up doesn't he but he is still in line for uh, for player of the year he's yeah. played 10 games now so a season average of 7.6 so we'll track that over the course of the season I'm making I am making a unilateral decision like the trophies that we've got here we can afford to get one of those made up for Wilf Nyonto if he wins it okay and if Tyler Adams wins yeah we'll get one for him as well okay. <laughs> Because it sounds like a lot like you're trying to fix this as well. I mean, I'm not. I'm just saying we should definitely do a trophy because I, I think it'd be the lovely. Willie Nonto Player of the Year trophy. I, I genuinely believe if if <laughs> Willie Nonto, I mean, whoever wins it, would be pleased. Whoever wins it, but it is it is a, a bronze cast model of, of <laughs> Willie Nonto. Yeah. I think Willie Nonto would just be such a great recipient of it. I think most the Willie Nonto of the Year award. Yeah, exactly. Well done. You've won it again. <laughs> right, candidates for Hero of the Week. Basically, um, just Verba. Mm. He, was, he was more or less the only person nominated. Should we just give it to him then? I mean, it's kind of an easy thing to do. Scrooge, I think, gets a mention for because uh, he nominates him because he looks like he'd be a good neighbour. He, he really does, like really reliable. One hundred percent would yeah. off the top of head my head just because he's doing his side anyway, and would and would tell off bastard kids <laughs> loitering about. Yeah. Reliable, strong, friendly, and dependable. Yeah, like if you needed a set of jump leads because mm. your car wouldn't start, mm. he'd be out before you even knocked on his door. Yeah, we're right. going to, we're going away for a week, and he go bins, no problem. Wouldn't leave, you wouldn't even need to finish the sentence. Yeah. Yeah, no, no problem. I know what I know what I'm doing. There's there's some extra boxes that are folded. Yes, fine. I'll put them out. I'll, I'll break them down. I'll put them into my bin. Don't you worry. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. yeah, I love him. Do, well do, you, do, you, do you need your plants doing while while you're away? I can I can pop round. What the marijuana farm in the loft? <laughs> Bless him. No, he, he wouldn't do, he wouldn't be involved in that. I enjoyed uh, Dickie Wood. Perhaps says where where we are at with our levels. We said strong at the back and even attacked a bit. <laughs> It's what we'd want if it's just, wow, just even attacked a bit, that's good. <laughs> but Dickie does add the uh, the Legion United caveat of he'll be wondering what he's let himself in for, though. Yeah, and Andy from <laughs> Salford makes a similar uh, point where he says Max Verber is the new Richard Naylor brought in to steady a leaky ship and instantly organises the defence brilliantly, which is good because I've heard, and it's right, obviously Verber, he's played one game um, from start to finish and been compared to um, Marisol Lucas, Obviously started well. Lawrence Dibok looked like the left-back solution in his first match. Who else has been um, started? Andy O'Brien. Andy O'Brien started well, went off, all those. But there are also examples of the other way. Of Richard Naylor who came in, immediately looked good. Pontus Janssen came in, immediately looked a step above. 
everybody else, even from the Richard Naylor season, uh, Sam Soji came mm. in and did a great job for the rest of the season. Paddy Kisnorbo probably as well made a, an impact yep. straight away where you can just, you just look at a player. A steady hand on the tiller. They just fill you with uh, confidence from the start, which, yeah, obviously we've been burnt by the likes of Salukas and uh, Debark. Um, but even Marius had a few good games before. It's only um, Hillsborough where he really went on a mad one and then was never the same. But every reason to hope that he's going to keep it up. Uh, we should say Christopher Lane got in touch, our CD Lane. Thank you, Christopher, saying, ask the German at work, it's definitely Vuba. Okay. Vuba. Max Vuba. Mm. Although uh, Max is Austrian. Mm. Well, what does that mean? Different. Uh, do they not speak Austrian in Austria? But this a German was consulted. Yes. I, yes. Be- I believe, and I was just sending myself up there, but I believe they do speak a bit of German in Austria. But with a different accent. Okay. Because we were discussing on the other one about the differences between... Hindburn. <laughs> Between what? Hindburn. Hey. And uh, Hindburn. Well, it's like in, in England, we say Wren. We say Wren, don't we? Whereas in France, obviously, we know they say Wah. It's like if you wanted to know how um, Michael Normanton's pronounced. Well, how do I pronounce this English name, Michael Normanton? And you asked Phil Hay. You're mm-hmm. going to get it. You're going to get the wrong answer. So I'm not having. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, he's. It's Mickerson Norman. I don't know why, because Phil Hay speaks backwards now. Like uh, it was him. People don't know this, but uh, Phil Hay was on that Missy Elliott record. <laughs> Probably he did that bit. I've got one of those pronunciation websites up. Do you want me to uh, to play out what it should sound like? Maximilian Vuba. Vuba. That's a little bit cross. That's a bit Vuba. Vuba. Put in your name. See what he says. No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to do that. No. Just plugging my laptop in so I can play it out of the... Uh, oh, the listeners can hear. So you can hear as well, listening. Have a listen. Maximilian Vuba. 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 Maximilian Vuba. 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 It's Let's of... call him Max. Yeah. That'd do. And he's worth a million, isn't he? And we congratulate him on being our uh, Kitana Barada Hero of the Week uh, for this week. 80% of the nominations or thereabouts that we got in were for Vuba. Yeah, yeah they pretty much all were. Um, and I, I'm, I'm just like, trying. I'm just I trying like to work the, out how to say my own name here. Sorry. Oh. There you go. Just, I'm just checking out to do my own name. I'll tell. I can teach. I can teach the kids this when I get home. It's useful. Let's have a look. I know you. Do they not want to know? Do they use their real dad's name <laughs> so far? <laughs> Let's have a look. Moylan. Moylan. There you go. <sighs> Daft. There right. was a nom- there was a nomination for Tyler Adams as well. He was just he's just always good, isn't he? It's boring. Stop being. Stop just being good every week. No, I'd like. <laughs> stop being efficient. I'd like him to continue being good because <laughs> no, I, think, I would as well. As we saw away to Cardiff, it's a shit show without him, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's because you're beside him, Weston. To yeah, it, I mean, I don't think he's exactly the same position, is he? But he can do some running about in midfield stuff. Yeah, he's a bit more of an attacker, but uh, it seems like he's good. So mm. it's all right, isn't it? If we have some good midfielders, absolutely, bang up for that. Bang up for it. Right, there you go. That wraps up the uh, the weekly show for uh, for this time. If you've only watched a third of it, there are three thirds, much like any good football match. The um, the Accrington preview. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was it was sort of your classic shit sandwich was this show, wasn't it, really? <laughs> <laughs> the Accrington preview. Where we sort of gazed at maps and It was a know. bit it was a bit of a mixed bag, was the Accrington preview, I think. Did we learn a lot about Stoke City <laughs> and their bench? <laughs> and the the right family. So let's quickly review then, just before we sign off. Fast starts, always online. Yep. Stay aggressive. Minimal width. Vertical. Counter press. 
Need what to stay aggressive. stay aggressive. There's quite a lot of shifting, pumping and defending forward from uh, in that middle section, I feel. Mm-hmm. Definitely some pumping. Which um, is more important, shifting or pumping? Um, they're given equal weighting at point number five in the keys to the game. Do you have to do so, one before you do the other? Just celebrate moments! Hey. Clean sheet mentality's there. The clean sheets are not necessarily there. But the mentality's As long there. as they're thinking about it. I think that's, that's, the... that's on the list just to make <laughs> Ilan Melier furious every game I think of nothing but clean sheets this is all I have on my brain but then you put uh, Diego Llorente in front of me I don't know why he's 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 mates with um, with Ruter isn't he I wonder what what they've been up to this week hanging about together saying him to uh, well they're going to be um, the Penguins Uh, are going to be leaving Harewood soon yeah is the closing Penguin, it's a penguinarium, I believe it's called. The bird bits are all getting closed, so maybe we're going to see those before they're yeah, done away with. Right. They're, they're going to be done away with and going to be rehomed. Put it to a grinder. Yes, Slob yeah. them all in. How's your peacock? But that'd be a nice entry. If you moved to a new place, a new job in a new country, and you met an old friend who took you to see some flamingos. Mm. There's, a, right the, the, there's penguins at Lullerton Hall as well, if anyone's desperate to see penguins in mm. a you know, devastated by the closure of that. Because it's one of those nice surprises, because if you move to Yorkshire, <laughs> the, the first thing you anticipate is not, oh, I see loads of penguins. Mm. Mate, then... we've got fucking polar bears and lions in that wildlife park down near Doncaster. Uh, Doncaster don't count. Probably disappointed by the um, the bear pit on uh, near our house, Moscow. On Cardigan Road? Card- on yeah. Cardigan Road, well, yeah. It is still there, no bears though. No bears. Yeah, the zoological gardens never really took off, much like the hot air balloons. That they, that's one of the big things they kept trying to have a grand hot air balloon launch but they just kept um, toppling to the ground so it never really took off but yeah that which, whole area which again brings us back to Hindenburg which I mentioned earlier on in the show but it never got quite that bad no um, the humanity we're doing it again let's stop um, thank you for watching and listening we'll be back with what's the guide to this week we're doing a guide to um, which should be out before this actually Bears look, in Leeds Bears in Leeds look out for that that'll be out before this no, it's, it's about us losing to uh, Sutton oh the pie one celebrating our, another fourth celebrating round game. moments that's what we're just celebrating moments <laughs> <laughs> and look out for the match ball um, at the weekend as well after the FA Cup game Phil Hayshaw to come as well just look out for it all we'll see you in a bit the Square Ball Podcast 